This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the uh, of the Wednesday week. My name is Dan Fudge, and on the line I've got with uh, with with Ash. And uh, this week we thought we'd get serious. We thought we'd come away from the knob gags and the uh, and the casual swearing for a uh, for a while. And um, um, you know, we're going to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. So uh, please welcome to the show, Mr. Kieran Maguire. Kieran, how's it going? It's uh, uh, it's grand. Thanks very much. Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm good. Kieran's, uh, Kieran's from the website The Price of Football. Um, Kieran, tell us tell us a bit about yourself, sir. Well, I'm a I'm a I'm a teacher. Uh, I, I teach football finance at the University of Liverpool uh, for, mm-hmm. for people who who want to study it. People people who've got no interest in football or finance, but suddenly they find that the, the two combined is uh, pro- provides a bit of a uh, bit of a bit of enjoyment out of uh, yeah, the tedium of studying. <laughs> I can I can imagine making the uh, making the finance and the numbers exciting in a uh, in a very footballing city. I assume that's uh, that's that's uh, you know that's what you've been trying to achieve. Now, um, my colleague Ash on the line uh, should be picked to my left. Uh, hello, Ash. Uh, good evening, everybody. Good evening, Kieran. Thank you for uh, joining us. You're welcome. Uh, Ash. Ash was the one that uh, Ash was the one that stitched you up, Kieran. So he's he's <laughs> okay. the one that's thrown you to the to the lion's den. So he, he was the one that suggested, you know, who uh, you know, let's talk about this properly. And uh, so I guess what every Sheffield fan wants to know is Sheffield Wednesday fan. Christ, Sheffield Wednesday fan oh, wants to know. I'm going to get tweets about that, aren't I? <laughs> and, I, and I'm the one normally correcting people when I call it Bristol instead of Bristol City. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, so every Sheffield fan wants to know how how effed in the a are we? Are we in a lot of trouble? What can we expect from um, from the the EFL in terms of what, what sort of trouble we're in? How how bad are we fiddled here? You know, Asham, have I got everything here? Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think you've covered it all there. I mean, uh, uh, everyone knows what sort of state we think we are in and what little we've been told really about it. 
Um, so yeah, it is just uh, obviously Kieran's the man that's got more experience than us laymen. Um, who just pay our money and turn up and watch rubbish football at the minute. So yeah, it'd be great to uh, <laughs> get a little bit of insight of what he might know or what he, what his thoughts are on it. So there you are, Kieran. That, that, that's what we're after. Uh, okay. What answers have you got, pal? <laughs> well, just 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 feel free to interrupt as and when necessary because I, I do tend to drone on quite a bit. But first of all, the club has done nothing illegal. Um, as, as far as the accounts are concerned, the accounts have been signed off by the auditors. Um, so that's that's the first issue. Um, although mm-hmm. what might happen as a result of the EFL investigation, we, we don't know where where we go at the end of that. Um, the, the accusation appears to be... Sorry, Kieran, my apologies to, to interject. When you say we've done nothing illegal, we've done nothing illegal in the eyes of the law and the eyes of the EFL. Right, in, in the eyes of the law, because the, the EFL okay. is, isn't a legal body. Um, no. it, it's, it's, it's a private members club. So it's a bit like if, if you or I belong to a cricket club or belong to a gym. So it's got its own rules, but they, they don't carry weight of law. Okay. Um, but they're, they're sort of the internal, but the internal regulations of the EFL is where the club appears to, uh, have upset the authorities. Um, and, and looking at what has happened is that under Mr. Chancery, um, Wednesday have spent a lot of money on wages. They they have invested in the squad, um, and if you do that, uh, you've got to keep within the limits of financial fair play, which broadly says mm-hmm. that you can lose uh, thirty nine million pounds over three years. Oh, so it I, I, I think if, uh, uh, we've tried to we tried to discuss the thirty nine million pound. Uh, limit. Uh, when you say broadly, I know that there are there are some there's some minutiae involved in that. It's not like, for example, I could spend thirty nine million quid in season one and then nothing in season two and three. For example, I think there's some there's some. It's not thirteen million a year. It's not as clear cut as that either, is it? It, it? It's broken up, isn't it? I mean, can you give us give me a bit of background on on what the thirty nine million pound rule is? Well, um, it, it's thirty-nine million pounds. But if you if you spend money on infrastructure, that's ignored. If you okay. spend money on community schemes, that's ignored. If you've got an academy, mm-hmm. those costs are ignored. If you've got a women's team, those costs are ignored. Mm-hmm. And if you get promoted, the promotion bonuses are ignored as well. So some okay. some costs are good costs as far as the EFL are concerned. They're trying to encourage clubs to spend money on infrastructure on women's teams uh mm-hmm. on on community development schemes all all of which have you know have got very positive uh, impacts on 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 the on the surrounding area of the club so so you can see why that uh, should be encouraged and, and therefore okay. the efl say if, if you want to go and spend two million pounds of community scheme well done to you you know but we're not we're not going to penalize you from a from a financial fair play point of view Okay. Okay. That's cleared that up for me a little bit. Please continue, sir. Okay. Um, so if, if we take a look at Wednesday, um, they, they lost around about £10 million in 2016, £20 million mm-hmm. pounds in 2017. So you put those two years together. Um, so, so we're talking a £30 million pound loss, uh, which, which meant yeah. that when we got to 2018, uh, the club couldn't afford to lose more than uh, another nine million 
plus plus or yeah plus these slightly adjustments um mm-hmm. however it it went for broke uh, the the wage bill between 2016 and 2018 doubled um so wow. uh, wednesday wow. were yeah. paying out 168 pounds in wages in 2018 for every 100 pounds that came through the door and, and as a result of that they lost on on the face of things around about 35 million pounds Okay. Wow. So, so that so, would so have Kevin, put sorry, them. Sorry, can I just? Sorry, sorry. I'm just uh, yeah. interjecting there. Is that is that not just plain staff? Is that as a company? Um, that, that's as a company. We know so, play... so all, all, all yeah. staff. Um, all staff. But, yeah. You know, the, the 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 football league does doesn't distinguish between wages. The the only thing mm-hmm. that you would say is that if if any of the wages are going to uh, academy coaches academy yeah, yeah. scouts and things of that nature those know. wages would be excluded but that but that figure of 168 pounds in wages for yeah. every 100 pounds coming through that that covers all members of staff okay. so is that is that how um is that we see uh, derby and the wayne rooney situation uh, obviously you hear rumors of obviously he's a player coach is that where they've probably offset some of his wages uh, against their uh, staffing budget well, I, I think the that's... ESL normally say if if you are a player coach, um, all of your wages are deemed to be playing wages. So, so that, that's to stop right. people from trying to circumvent that particular <laughs> rule. Hmm. Yeah, right. Um, okay. I, I think the Wayne Rooney situation is, is complicated because it does look as if their sponsors, Thirty Two Red, have a star player clause in their sponsorship contract, which says if you if you manage to get a player who has scored you know, goals for their country is so many caps or, or has some characteristics, um, then mm-hmm. uh, we will pay an extra million pounds or million and a half pounds in sponsorship uh, if, you, if that player wears, wears the 32 shirt. So you know, it, it's, it's been quite an acute approach taken by, by Derby. And it, yeah, from, from my observations, I think it's, it's, it's completely within the rules and the, you know, the moral and ethical issues in in respect of should football clubs be involved with gambling companies, you've got to set aside. At present, it's within it's within the rules, so therefore, you know, it goes ahead. Okay. Yeah. So what what they should should have done is have uh, a sponsor by a taxi company. Yeah, absolutely. And be all above board. Yeah. Oh, all all above board. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. And, so and I phoned that number, and, and and they said, "Oh, it might might take a while before they can get a taxi." <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the minor chatter. Okay, so we're allowed to lose, excluding charity and and coaching and academy work. We're allowed to lose thirty nine million pounds a year, and by twenty eighteen, we were thirty odd million pounds foul of that. Is that correct? Um. Yeah, and, and and let's say let, let's let's be generous. Let's knock off say ten to twelve million off that for you know, the good causes. So so mm-hmm. even so, uh, Wednesday it, it, they appear to be significantly uh, above the limit, um, and that would normally trigger an investigation by the EFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the basis of that investigation, the EFL charged Shepherd Wednesday, um, who who came back fighting i mean you've you've seen the press release yeah. uh, and yeah. that's where we are uh, at present uh, now in terms of the sponsorship deals i think whilst they provide huge amounts of hilarity 
frankly, the numbers involved are pretty insignificant. I think we're only talking at you know, a million pounds at a time, which I think you know, the figure coming pretty, from the club was something like one point two million, which according to the EFL, right. EFL was a um, was a insignificant derisory, amount. yeah, derisory, yeah. yeah. Derisory, I think they 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 use yeah derisory <laughs> amount of uh, basically they they don't deem it worthy of looking into even like you say yeah. Kieran be, be, between fans and supporters and and the advertisement of D taxes every home matches is quite funny and but obviously it's there for a reason and it's is done something that's legal but obviously the EFL haven't looked into it and thought he's not pumped ten million in of sponsorship from a non uh, like a non-trading taxi company should we say that, that, that yeah so yeah, it it's it's uh, it, it gives a, it gives a few chuckles especially when the team are playing awful um but <laughs> it, it's not in itself uh, warranting uh further investigation by the EFL so so we there, therefore move to the issue of the stadium um and and when the stadium was sold um yeah it clearly that they they sold it for um uh, in in theory it was sold for 60 million pounds um and if you if you take a look at the accounts the first thing you notice is that they didn't receive 60 million pounds in 2018 which which is unusual because if you or i if we, if we sold our house the, the one thing that you go through when when you buy and sell a property is, is you make sure you get paid for it. So so that that's unusual. And if you're sort of comparing and contrasting to Derby's situation, because clearly there are parallels, then um, you know Derby somehow managed to sell sell Pride Park for eighty million, but but the money has come into their their bank account. Um, so so with Wednesday, what we're seeing is Wednesday said that well we've sold the stadium. But we're being paid over eight years uh, in instalments of seven and a half million a year. Again, that's that's not illegal. It it is, however, unusual, uh, and I think that's why the the EFL's antennae are oh, sort right. of twitching because um, mm. they say you wouldn't normally have a transaction mm. of that nature. Um, so I think that that's that's the first issue. Then then the second issue is in respect of. The valuation. Now, I, I'm not a surveyor. I, I don't know how much Hillsborough is worth in its present condition. So, you, so you, if you say, "Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're, you've obviously not been for uh, for a fair while in Kieran," because yeah, it's well, I'm a Brighton fan, so I, I, I've been there where you when you because you you, you normally beat us. I, I was I was there for the playoff match uh, in hmm. 2016. Was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it was it was a it was, it was a raucous night, um, mm. but uh, so, but when you value it, and here I think people have got to be careful. They 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 can't value it and say, well, it would cost sixty million or eighty million to buy, build a new stadium because you've got to look at its its value in in its present condition. Uh, it's, it's the same with a car. You know, if, if you if you were to uh, you know, if, if I've got a six-year-old golf uh, and, and if i compare that to a brand new golf clearly if my, if my one gets written off the insurance company mm-hmm. isn't going to give me the value of a brand new car yeah of course yeah. So, so so that that's i think that's the issue which is causing the most consternation uh mr chancery has said uh, he's had it valued at 60 million pounds 
and the EFL are saying we're not comfortable with that valuation. Um, and on the basis of that, they've had it valued by somebody else. Clearly, there's a difference between the two figures. And now it's going to uh, a tribunal. Um, so the EFL will present evidence. Sheffield Wednesday will present evidence and somebody will make a final decision. And it goes right. before it goes before a, a, a committee of three people. Okay, so in terms of Sheffield Wednesday, then, so in the year that they've sold the um, sold the stadium to themselves, now if they've only received yep. seven, what do you say, seven point five million, they've only received the first instalment. Even though we are thirty million pounds adrift, does the does the whole amount get accredited to the accounts that year, or just the loan amount, uh, the instalment amount? No, no, it would it would be it would be the it would be the whole sales value. So, in the books of Wednesday, I, I think the stadium was in the books at a value of around about twenty two. Mm-hmm. They've said they sold it for sixty, so therefore they made a profit of thirty eight. Right, and all of that. So it doesn't matter that the cash hasn't been received. Right, um, all of that thirty eight is is counted as income. For uh, for FFP purposes, but if you then look at the small print of FFP, it says that uh, if there are sales of that nature, they have to be at a market price. Okay. And the EFL's position is that that's not a market price. Um, I think the EFL were uncomfortable about certain aspects of the sale as well, given that no cash has taken has exchanged hands. Um, there's also the fact that it was sold to a company which wasn't in existence in 2018. Now that's that doesn't that doesn't legally stop you from doing it. It could if if provided um, that Mr. Shansiri can provide evidence to the, the the tribunal to the investigating committee that um, he was committed to a sale in 2018. That should be acceptable. Now. Whether he's got that evidence or whether that evidence is is, is verbal or, or in writing, um, you know, th- this is this is where the lawyers are going to be, you know, sharpening their pens and and charging five grand a day for for the privilege of of listening to themselves. Okay, so where it where it differs from the Derby County situation, did they essentially pay themselves all the money up front, or did they get it even in the right year? Because there was a lot of rumours with Sheffield Wednesday that um, there was a because we actually did the sale in twenty nineteen, but it hit the twenty eighteen books, or vice versa. I can't remember anything around it. I, I, you know, like I say, you're the learned man on this subject. Was there was there a disparity in the time frame that uh, that that we had? Yeah, I mean the 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 sale has gone through the books in 2018, and the sale was to a company called Sheffield Three Limited, and Sheffield Three Limited wasn't formed until 2019. So that that on the face of it looks odd. Um, (laughs) Yes, yeah. But like you say, if if you can prove that the the wheels were in the motion for this uh, for this company to start, that's not a a legal matter. What about in terms That's of the right. EFL? Are we against the EFL guidelines on that one, or uh, because it seems like well, they can essentially make up whatever rules they want? Yeah, I, I think what, what what they are they are inferring is that given that the that Sheffield Three Limited didn't exist until 2019, and given that there was no cash uh, being paid in 2018, um, was there actually a sale? 
that particular year. And, and again, if, right. if we compare to Derby, which I think given that both clubs are being uh, charged by the EFL, um, I, I think yeah, that, that is the, the, the closest thing we need to keep an eye on. Um, mm-hmm. Derby did sell the, the, the ground in 2018 and they did receive the cash in 2018, although they're claiming that Pride Park is worth £80 million. Um, and, and it's, yeah, that, that seems... That that seems a bit strange if if you compare it to West Ham's old ground was sold for forty, uh, Reading sold theirs for twenty seven, and I think Reading's is probably sort of you know if that's sort of broadly in line with with Pride Park mm-hmm. in terms of age mm-hmm. and size and so on, um, and and it's in a more uh, affluent area. I mean the the only thing that Derby Stadium's got going for it is it's next door to a, a branch of Frankie and Benny's. Which which helps. <laughs> I don't I don't think it helps. Yeah. I don't there's, think it bridges a, the total gap. <laughs> and there's a Greg's built into it as well. Oh yeah. Now we're I talking. Five minute, I work five minutes away from it, and I still see it every day. And yeah, it's uh, it is there. But so it's like so. Derby obviously they they've transferred the the amount they believe it's worth into from one company of Mel Morris to another one. It's just the fact that obviously Chancery has, has, in effect, on paper done the same, but not in monetary term with actual hard cash. He said he's he sold it for sixty million to a another offshoot of his company, but there's no actual like uh, transfer of funds. So that's the issue. Is that is that right, Kieran? That's correct. You know what we're saying yep. yeah, yeah. So it just it just seems that with Derby, a similar situation is that. They've gone ahead of and done it, and actually, Mel Morris is, is is really looks like he's eighty million of his own money is just transferred one bank account to another. Whereas That's right. Mr. Chancery, yeah, Mr. Chancery said, "Look, I have sold this, but I have not got no paper trail to actually say um, money wise that we've we've done this." So I think that's where the EFL will will obviously not okay. not take too kindly to it. So yeah. let's talk about potential scenarios for the future then, Kieran. So let's say that the EFL say you've uh, you've overvalued your stadium. The way you did it was wrong. Uh, the instalment thing is absurd. You're not allowed to do that or uh, all the rest of it. Uh, you know, give me two different scenarios. What if Mr. Chance here is correct? How, you know, we're now in season four. So does that reset the 39 million or does it, is it 39 well, million for the, the last three or? You know what I mean? Effectively, every year you you shift forwards and you look back three years and you say, "Have we satisfied right. the, the thirty nine million? So, if the you know best case scenario is that uh, Sheffield Wednesday managed to persuade the the commission that uh, the sale did take place, it was at a market value, and then they're effectively in the clear. Um, and you know, without going into too much details, I, I know. Who's, who Sheffield Wednesday are using um, as their legal mm-hmm. representatives, and you couldn't have anybody better in the country okay. leading leading yeah, the case. Yeah, I, I, I think I think somebody mentioned that on Twitter actually. I think there was uh, there was definitely mention of the people we've got hot, you know in charge of the case. So let's talk worst case scenario then. So so what about if the EFL say, hang on, Hillsborough's only worth twenty five million at best, which leaves a thirty five million pound shortfall. Which is not, you know, which makes us fall foul of the FFP two years yeah. ago. If that if that makes sense, so that yeah. comes to the yeah. point deduction, uh, and 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 so 
you know, where, where does that leave us in terms of wages? I, I don't know how much you know about the club personally. Don't get me wrong, but we have some huge wages on the uh, on the on the bill on the on the labour yep. budget. So where do we go from there? What's what's the plan? Would it would it cost us our identity as a club? Will we end up going as far as Bury or Bolton, or or will it just stagnate us for a couple of years, like Man City, for example? Right. Um- what happens is that there is there's a sliding scale of points deductions. So if, if you are over mm-hmm. the thirty nine million pounds, then normally the points deductions issue would kick in. Um, right. And if, if we if we take a look at what happened with Birmingham last season, Birmingham were given uh, a nine points deduction in total. Um, and the way that it works is that if you are fifteen million pounds worse off than the FFP limit that triggers a 12 point deduction and then if you are you know effectively for every i think one and a half million pounds below that you knock off a point so mm-hmm. you can get a points deduction of somewhere between 3 and 12 points uh if if you exceed the limit right okay so worst case so- scenario is 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 a 12 point deduction so where did this this number of 21 and 28 come from in in right, social okay. media, you know, um, have people just made this up, or or are we going to get done no. for something else? Right. Uh, there, well, yeah, there, there is something else. Um, in addition, um, my understanding from having read the rules, I, I've not heard of the twenty eight. By the way, um, my understanding is that you can be given a further uh, deduction of up to nine points. In, in what the EFL rules refer to as aggravating factors. And this is where the commission effectively say, not only have you um, exceeded the financial fair play limits, but you've also taken steps to um, misrepresent your results. Um, so you've effectively tried to, to hide. I mean, and this is why Manchester City are being given a two-year ban. Uh, Manchester City have not been given any ban for exceeding financial fair play limits. They've been given a ban for the hiding the, the carpet. I love the idea yeah. that yeah, they, so, so, so there's a 12-point deduction there, but there is a further nine points for taking the piss. Do, do you know what I mean? Here that's, is a... that, is, that's what, <laughs> that is the correct way of putting so, it. That's, that's the legal <laughs> way of putting it. it yeah. I could, yeah, in Dan's own uh, style, yeah. So would that – could that be – 12 points this season. I know you don't know the EFL's ins and outs, but then could it be nine points deferred um, instead of the whole 21? Or it, it, is it there could, being... It, it could be anything because, because the, as you say, the rules seem to be made up as they go along to a certain extent. Yeah. But the, the, the aim of the EFL is to get it all settled in the, se- in the, in the season in which they do the charges. Oh, uh, oh okay. dear. All right. So I've got, I've got one last question. I mean, you know, I wish I've we got had, one as well. I wish we'd have had this, you know, eight weeks ago when we were third. Now, what if we'd have got promoted? So let's say we the, the EFL can't get this wrapped up come what may, literal may. Yeah. And yep. um we went up to the Premier League. Would all this just have gone away? Or would it haunt us if we got relegated? Or can they still it, touch it, us while this, we're in the illustrious Premier League? This would have come back to bite you on the balls. Um, should you get relegated now there there is sort of a gentleman's agreement between the premier league and the efl in terms of fines so it could be that the efl said well we're going to give you 
if you, if you remember what happened to Queen's Park Rangers, Queen's Park Rangers mm. were fined because they that th- they manipulated the rules um, and claimed that a sixty million pound debt write off was actually pie sales, um, <laughs> and they ended up with a fine. Oh. Funny you should say that. <laughs> so, I, 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 this, right, okay, Kieran. So this is going to sound great. So Joe, on our on our show, we are constantly referencing that there are no pies available at Hillsborough. You know, is is there a way oh, really? that we're going to try it? Yeah. So you know, are we telling them that we're buying loads, but we're having to throw loads away because we're prepping them, and you know, it's wastage. Do you, do you know what I mean? is, is that what is that what it is, or or do you think that QPR may have? Um, <laughs> it may have exhausted the pie sales thread, I believe. I, 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 th- I think that, that particular boat has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Ash. Can't use that one, then. Can't use that one. So, I mean, I, I mean I've mean, i got a question as well, and um, I listened to your, your podcast, Kieran, and I know that um, last week you, you did do a little bit of a segment on the question I'm going to ask. Now, uh, you've seen, obviously you know about it, and you've seen it in the media. Um, our... Um, own Mr. Chantier's idea to bring in a 10-year season ticket. Now, um, it's been a, a bit of, between supporters, a bit of hilarity and actual... Uh, uh, there's questions regarding how, why, and what. So so yeah. it's basically, it's what it, has he done this for... A, because you have to pay the between four and a half and six and a half thousand. You have to pay up front. There's no... Um, there's no finance. No there's no yeah. instalments. It's all upfront. Is this is this a quick, or you you believe is this a quick way of him getting easy cashing? Well, it's not easy cash, but cashing quick uh, for whatever reason at a certain date, or is this well, some, it, something else? It, it, is this, it, this one completely baffles me because I, I'm I'm working on I, I was working on the basis of of Wednesday not needing the cash because I thought that he was cash rich. But yeah. what's making me slightly nervous is the fact that no cash has been paid to the club for the stadium, and now he's coming up with this scheme. I mean, th- this will certainly not help FFP because mm-hmm. what what he'll have to do if, if you're selling if you're selling the season ticket for four and a half grand, um, you'd have to spread that over ten years anyway as as a bare minimum. So it's it's not gonna it's not gonna, it's not gonna be a, make any blind bit of difference to FFP. Um, it, it just seemed a, a right, bit that's... surreal. I mean, perhaps mm-hmm. it was some sort of diversionary tactic, uh, but, but oh, it, trying to it, work it, out it the logic well behind it, there, there isn't any. Oh. I, I mean, as a for a, as a supporters uh, on a supporter side, if if I could afford uh, at the time four and a half thousand pound, I would. I think it's a, a cracking idea, and I know some oh, supporters are. Uh, but if you look at the details of it, that you may have one for fifteen years uh, at a minimum. But then rolling on for the next ten, fifteen years until we get to the Premier, I think it's a, a great idea. But I think it was just the worry about it of that it's come out after we've had all this issue with the FFP, and I think supporters were thinking that uh, is he sells a thousand of these, and he's got a minimum of like well four and a half million. Four is it four and a half million that it comes straight into the bank into the club? But if you're saying that's not how it'll be received then that's a different well, it, it, so not, in cash terms we... yeah it it will be um in terms of the the impact it will make on the accounts it will make you'd have to spread that over the 10 years right 
Yeah. So so yeah, it, it's good for your cash flow, um, but it, it, it in terms of impacting upon um, profits, because all, all that's going to happen is that somebody who's an existing share, an existing season ticket holder, instead of spending four hundred and fifty quid next year, they give him four and a half grand now, and and they don't give him four hundred and fifty next oh, year. Yeah. Yeah. But the but the in, in the profit and loss account, you just stick your 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 one tenth. So four hundred and fifty would go in regardless. Um, so there's no impact on FFP. It 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 does it does slightly indicate that he, he's really keen on getting some cash from people, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's not the message which which I think you, you probably received as as fans. You might think he's slightly potty, but was sort of you know reasonably well intentioned, um, and, yeah. and appears to have a load of dough. Uh, yeah, is it, is it, but, yeah, we we were trying to work out whether it was genuine hospitality, like a genuine offer, or a way of generating funds for the club. I mean, you know, there is. So, as you were saying, it wouldn't it wouldn't affect FFP from two years ago. But let's say if the no. EFL tried to bring their case towards us and then say, right, there's nothing wrong, that essentially resets us to zero, uh, and then we need to start again and get cash rich again. Is 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 that correct, or do like you said, do we have to drip feed it in over the next ten years? Um, well, no, no. The, the cat, the cash, the, the the cash, cash doesn't count towards profit. It, it's it's have you sold a season ticket uh, next year, and that's all that right. matters. Um, okay. And what you say is that next year, one tenth of the value of the season ticket counts towards oh, FFP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, I completely right, missed yeah. that. Yeah. I, I I zoned out there. You know, it was all this maths. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. I, I I feel a lot more. Uh, Okay with it right now. Kieran, thank you so much for joining us. If you want to follow Kieran, Kieran's excellent podcast, it's uh it's uh it's called The Price of Football. It's at K I E R A N Maguire, M A G U I R E. Uh take a look and uh and have a listen to it. it it's absolute great listening. And uh, if it's something you're interested in, uh by all means get involved. Thanks a lot, and uh we'll see you on Thursday for the uh, for the next podcast. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.